welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Each week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for being with us. And for everyone listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this podcast project back in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with inspirational business stories from right here in the Mountain State. Today, Positively West Virginia is now a bona fide 501c3 nonprofit organization. Learn more about our mission of advancing small businesses and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. You know, I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never hear about, quite frankly. So my team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. Yes, they are. And we want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies and organizations right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out. And I'm convinced we can all learn from their experiences and more importantly, their stories. This week, we're going to visit with Taylor Strickland and Tim Ruff. They're the co-owners of Austin's Homemade Ice Cream. They have two locations. One is in Cerrito, West Virginia, and the other in Huntington. We'll learn about that as well. Taylor and Tim, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you guys on the podcast to share your story this week. And what's better to talk about on February, uh, a cold February uh, snowy day. I'm in here in Morgantown. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about ice cream. I love it. It's awesome. Uh, and, and I'm just, like I said, just excited to have you guys on. Austin's Homemade Ice Cream is a family-owned homemade ice cream shop based in Cerrito. And like I said, they have another location in Huntington. Taylor Strickland and Tim Ruff are the grandchildren of Joyce Snyder, who ran the original Austins for 35 years. Austins originated in 1947, and Joyce took over in 1983. Taylor and Tim have ownership in the original location and help run it alongside with their mother, Kim Adkins, and uncle, Kevin Snyder. Tim is the mastermind behind the ice cream, learning their grandmother's techniques and continuing their family's homemade ice cream recipes. We invited Taylor and Tim on the show today to talk about their business, to share their story and give us, uh, you know, our audience some uh, valuable insight into the business that they lead right here in West Virginia. Taylor and Tim, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that very brief intro that I gave and just give us a little behind the curtain look into your company. Yep. So um, we we just now kind of got back into the business. Both of us, uh, we've we've been in and out of it. Of course, our whole family has all helped within it, um, helped our grandmother since we were little, and we've obviously grown up around the business. Yeah. Um, but just recently, my brother and my mother uh, really started helping her. What was that like five? Six years seven ago, years. seven years, seven years ago. Before that, I actually helped ran it for a couple of years while I was in grad school. But we've 
all kind of did our own thing. And then now we've all came back and are all running it um, and taken over for our grandmother because we want to continue the tradition and keep it in our family. And we have a lot of pride in it. So with that, Timothy and I also three years ago um, opened up our second location down in Huntington, which we were super proud of. It's been very successful. Hmm. Uh, it was surprising how many people in Huntington hadn't traveled seven miles, which is about 15, 20 minutes down the road to Cerrito to have our ice cream. So we just kind of expanded on that. And so now more people in the Tri-C area are able to get our product, which we, we found pretty exciting. And um, so we just want to continue to grow the business and continue what our grandmother started. That's awesome. I love that. And keeping the tradition alive. Uh, what guys, I want to ask you, you know, we always ask all of our guests on, on Positively West Virginia, your 32nd pitch for Austin's homemade ice cream. In other words, what is it that you tell people that you do? Well, I was listening to one of your podcasts yesterday, so I, I got it kind of brief. <laughs> That's great. So I, I ran through my mind what I was going to say, and I forgot every bit of it. So, <laughs> uh, Love it. But I, I think our main goal is to serve the best possible product available, which in our instance is ice cream, mm-hmm. and uh, to provide a, a very um, a good service. And um, we look to other businesses – uh, I'm not going to name some of these big chains, but some of them are very good at what they do as far as uh, how they're service and their drive throughs and things like that. And, you know, <clears throat> we always got to remain teachable and look how, how these successful businesses do this. So we take some things that they do and we apply it to, you know, what we do here and, um, you know, and treat our employees very well. Uh, seems mm-hmm. the, Seems like when you treat your employees well, they, they, they give back to you what you give to them. So. That's awesome. And one of our mottos that we keep uh, it's in within our logo is deliciously different. That's mm. what our grandmother has always kind of coined that term um, with hand-in-hand with, hand with Austin's. Oh, I love it. Tim, I, I got to ask you, since you're sort of the mastermind behind the actual ice cream product, what is, I mean, I, you know, I hate to ask a, like, probably a dumb question, but what is the key to making great ice cream? Well, I, I would. I don't know if I can narrow it down to one key. Okay. Well, maybe just give us, give us your couple, thoughts on it. Yeah. I'd say a couple things of uh, creativity mm-hmm. is one. I think major key to the or piece of the puzzle. Um, having a love for what you do, and I honestly, ten years ago, you couldn't have told me that I was going to love making <laughs> ice cream because, uh, like Taylor said, I've I've been around this all my life, and through my teenage years, I helped my grandmother. I just never had much of a passion, but, you know, something changed at some point in the past several years. But so I think the passion for it, the love for doing it and, um, you know, and having a taste, <laughs> having yeah. a taste for it. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't eat a, eat a whole lot of ice cream in my spare time these days. <laughs> um, but, I, but I do still have to discern, you know, what's good and what's not. It's, you know, kind of like a, I think a, a professional – chef would tell you the same thing yeah absolutely what are what are some of the I'm most uh, what are some of the, saying, go ahead good tim i didn't mean to interrupt you there. yeah i'm not saying i'm a professional chef or anything but <laughs> i feel like there's similarities there yeah that, sure you know what are so, some of the uh, what are some of the most popular flavors that you guys carry uh our one of our most popular flavor 
is um, grape pineapple. It's a, I know it sounds weird, and <laughs> it's been here for since dec- before us. It's been here for decades. I think it may have originated from the actual Austin's family. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that one, because that is the one flavor also you're not going to find anywhere else that I know of. Unique. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because um, limited edition ones too, I would say. Yeah. I, we, I, I've created quite a few limited edition flavors over the years you know in the holidays and you know pumpkin pies a huge the pumpkin ice creams are huge during the fall um you know we do we do a uh almond joy style ice cream in the in the spring that's always popular and pina coladas but then um our regular chocolate i think would also be like one of our top sellers especially like chocolate brownie fudge because that like while we were talking about the um, the ice cream award we received, that's you know that's kind of what that goes with. So yeah, a lot of people get the chocolate too. Absolutely, yeah. Taylor. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, I will actually let Timothy kind of touch on some of that too. Um, yeah, he's the one that pushed and and submitted our ice cream because what it is is it's the National Ice Cream Retailers Association, and it's this national group. It's been around for a very long time. And what they do is a convention every single year, like you see in other uh, facets of business. But they have a convention. This year is a little um, unconventional because it was all online with COVID. And um, but we were still able to submit the ice cream, which Timothy went ahead and did. And we submitted our vanilla and chocolate, and um, it gets judged by it was at University of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a program up there that they judge it. They have a scorecard and. Um, we received a blue ribbon um, in the chocolate category and a red ribbon in the, the vanilla. But I'll let Timothy touch on that because yeah. he was—he's really been involved with that process. I love it. Um, well, I mean, she covered a lot of it. Um, so yeah, like she said, it, it, University of Minnesota has a huge agriculture dairy program um, there, and I, they've been working with the National Ice Cream Retailers Association, also known as NICRA as we call it for short, um, for quite a few years, I believe. So um, everybody sends in their uh, samples. They have one that is considered a ice cream clinic, which is vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry ice creams only. And then there's a best new flavor. So you can send in whatever wild concoction you've put together to try to win the best new flavor award. And that's one of the most coveted awards because that one has a particular first, second, third place winner yeah uh, as far as the chocolate vanilla and strawberry it is based on a point system and it has very various uh things they they consider with the ice cream so blue ribbon is considered first red is second and white is third but you'll have multiple winners because it's a point system so if you if you get in within these point point range you, you know you get a you get a ribbon it's not just a one person takes all type of deal but it's still a uh it's still a it's prestigious. a prestigious <laughs> thing to have, and mm. what's even more is if I can, uh, if I can win two more of these blue ribbons in the next three years, I can be considered a grand master ice cream maker. <laughs> that so, is awesome. I love like that. A, it's like the black belt of uh, <laughs> ice cream maker. That's very cool, Tim. It, 
if you uh, if you get the Grand Master certification, do, do, do we have to bow down to you then, or is there <laughs> is there some kind of a protocol? I don't know. That's pretty. Don't. don't fill his head anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. What would you What would you guys say is the thing you're most excited about for Austin's homemade ice cream right now? Um, I would say just to kind of get back to normal eventually. Um, it's we've had to change our business model a little bit, especially down here in Cerrito, and. Um, so getting back to just normalcy and being able, like we weren't able to do our dollar dip day this year, which we do every year, um, on national ice cream today. And that's one of our like most fun times we have, cause we get to just be part of the community and at the market, I scheduled musical acts all day long. So it's like this little mini little festival deal going on down there. And, um, Timothy gets some vendors down here in Cerrito too. So, um, that I will look forward to having that back. But uh, with that, you know, just the possible growth opportunities that we have. Um, I just left a full-time job to go full-time uh, with ice cream now with them. Wow. And um, we, we, we just started doing like these ice cream pies. We got into the hot cocoa bombs craze for this uh, winter. So That's awesome. just the expansion of new ideas and being able to do more and put more time into yeah, it. I love the creativity. You know, Tim mentioned that was a, that was a key, but I think that you guys are just expanding and doing all kind of crazy cool things. And I love that. <laughs> yeah. And and ice cream's a fun business to be. In. I mean, I mean, that's awesome. And it's a great oh, it's very, very creative fun. opportunity. So is it a seasonal business or are you guys open year round? Talk a little bit about that. Um, our Cerrito shop is seasonal. So we've always been like that. Um, yeah. we usually open the end of March, close in, in November. And then our, uh, shop downtown at the market is actually open year round. So, um, awesome. we do all of our winter flavors and some new stuff, um, through the winter down at the market that people get, to uh, enjoy. So it let's, allows us to be more creative too in the winter. Very cool. And I just saw on Facebook, um, a picture a couple of days ago that, uh, Bernie Sanders was sitting in your parking lot waiting for opening day, March, <laughs> March 27th, right? I'll let Timothy do that one. Yeah, that was, that, that's kind of a good segue into how social media has changed this business. Yeah. Talk uh, a little bit about that. Yeah. And this is something I'll hit on real quick. When I was listening to your podcast yesterday with, um, Oh my God, forgive me, but can't remember the gentleman's name, uh, CEO of, uh, um, Huntington Steel. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about, I, th- I believe his kids coming up and how important it was to, to let the new generation, um, kind of have this impact and input uh, of business. Cause the, just the, they see things different and, and mm. what have you. And I just related so much of that. Cause I mean, I'm not trying to take a whole lot of credit here, but we, we definitely saw that in our business when I started utilizing social media a lot and it completely changed the game for us. Yeah. So, and you know, back to that post, if you see how many likes and shares that thing got, um, that's one of the, you know, I didn't expect really expect that <laughs> to really take off like that, but I think it was getting close to like 2000 likes. Yeah. Um, and, but that's just the little things, man. That's, uh, it's really, it's just, and it's so simple and it's free, you know. Yeah, that's, I, like, I started the Facebook originally, I think, back when I was in grad school. I helped run everything here, and we didn't have a Facebook or anything like that. So we started one, and then I went on to do my thing, and then Timothy came in after and took over the Facebook. And, I mean, I 
we're up to what twenty three about twenty twenty three twenty eight thousand yeah twenty eight thousand followers, followers yeah, now twenty seven thousand eight hundred and seventy four yeah, to be go. exact <laughs> and we've got our market page to almost ten thousand that's so um, cool so that's fun. yeah it's it's crazy how social media takes off that way how many employees do you guys have oh how many do we have here in Shredo um, is normally uh, we'd say about fifteen. 15 to probably 17. Yeah. And yeah, market, we usually keep about 10 to 11. Very cool. Now, <laughs> just, I mean, I'm, I'm making a presumption here, but I imagine uh, some of your workforce or, you know, kids that are maybe going to college, maybe high school students, that kind of thing. Is that, is that fair, to, fair enough? Yes. Uh, most, most of our kids at the market are all college age, which we've gotten lucky with. And I've actually had the same crew almost for three years. That's awesome. So they're all about to graduate. So I'm going to have to start all over. But then, um, down here in Cerrito, it's a mixture. We've got some college age kids. We've got high school kids, a lot of kids in like the Wayne County area, they go to spring Valley and stuff. Um, they will grow up wanting to work at Austin's and that's like a rite of passage kind of thing. That's so cool. I mean, and I think about that, you know, and and there's just listening. I don't know Taylor and I don't know Tim, but just listening to your, to your outlook and the way that you guys are approaching things. uh, I think that's just a great example that you're, you're leading uh, these young people uh, to show them what, what, you know, how to be excellent at what you do, how to have passion for what you do, how to have quality product and take care of people. Just like you guys were talking about. I want, to ask you, um, and, and either one of you can answer this, but since you guys have been in the business, what would you say has been your best best business moment since you've been in business? Best business moment. Oh, man. I mean, dollar dip days are always so much fun. Yeah, the last dollar dip day in 2000, of course, we didn't get it, like Taylor said, we didn't do it. This year. In <laughs> 2020, like everything else. But um, in 19, dollar dip day, that was our third one. I think, mm-hmm. and um, it was by far the most extravagant. I went and bought, you know, like fifteen hundred dollars worth of fireworks, and we set those off to, to close out the night. And you know, it was. Uh, and yeah. he he kind of runs the one down here. They had to get people to set up traffic. Like, yeah, we got like, direct traffic. <laughs> the street of police were helping. It's very, <laughs> That's it's awesome. Austin, yeah. but, and then we had a nut and with that before we would just have it here and then we opened the second location so we're having it at both locations and they were both absolutely insane and that's awesome like i said at the Love market it. i had music acts every hour on the hour kind of things on the patio at the market so it just made it really fun for everybody that sounds like fun now is great pineapple included in the dollar dip day yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, I, I gotta. I, I'm hoping that that happens. I'm gonna drive down there just to try that. I can't. I can't wait. It's on National Ice Cream Day every year. So. Awesome. Awesome. That's so cool. What is on the flip side of that? What's what's one of those moments that sticks out as your worst business moment since you guys have been, you know, running the place? Take us to that that place. All, all of 2020. <laughs> yeah, COVID. <laughs> Shutting down for a month. What's, and then, all right, all right. That's that's fair enough. That's that's a good. That's a great answer. Honestly, I don't want to say that because yeah. we're blessed. Yeah, we've been there's so many um, companies that haven't made it. Yeah, they, they're they're gone. Yep. Uh, so 
I don't even feel right. We we've been very fortunate. That. Yep. Well, you know, and and that's that's true. And I appreciate you mentioning that, Tim, because obviously our hearts and prayers and thoughts go out to those folks who've been uh, decimated. You know, their their livelihoods mm-hmm. have been upended uh, by this thing. But what's what's one leadership lesson? One one takeaway that you've gained over the, you know the last twelve months or so. Mm. I, one of mine, I think, has been just be flexible. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's been so many times, mm. you know, had to adapt uh, on the spot with different things that have happened, especially like this year um, with if somebody caught COVID and then we had to take take that stance because there's so many businesses, I think, that mm. don't always follow protocols, um, yeah. but there are quite a few that do. And we we prided ourselves on being one of those that do. And, hmm. you know, we had to shut down for a week and get everybody tested. And we, we paid for that testing for our employees that didn't have insurance and different things like that. And, you know, we gave them COVID pay, different hmm. stuff. Cause we never wanted to put anybody out. And, yeah. um, wow. like that, that part of it, seeing that has been really tough this year. So, um, but like, like we said, we've been fortunate and, there's just been a lot of ups and downs all throughout this year and just trying to navigate it on the spot, I think has been one of the toughest parts. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Taylor. I, w- I want to take a second just to mention the sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they include Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening in business throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guests today are Taylor Strickland and Timothy Ruff of Austin's Homemade Ice Cream. They have two locations, Cerrito, West Virginia and Huntington, West Virginia. Taylor and Tim, I want to get, jump right back into it. What is the, the vision you guys have long-term for your business? Well, I got a few of them. <laughs> and, uh, trying to still narrow that down to what we want to do and how much we want to take on. Yeah. yeah. We recently took a trip to Tennessee to a, um, a fellow ice cream entrepreneur um, that's in the, the NICRA um, group we're in, and um, we got to visit his store. He's got three stores. He just he built a, a small production facility, which right now that's my my uh, my nearest goal that I want to mm-hmm. accomplish is uh, I'm just I'm out of space. Mm. So. I need to expand some, and there's just there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things we have to address to uh, make sure the investment is you know and where we want to go you know with uh, the expansion. Do we want to put more brick and mortar stores in? Do we want to you know do we want to get us an ice cream truck? Um, do we want to do more vending tents um, mm-hmm. and, and take our product to the people? Because that's always a plus. I found out you know I, I set up at the Pumpkin House. And, uh, every fall, and fall um, fest at Barbersville, and that's really the only two I've really broke <laughs> into. So, and there's many more, obviously. Uh, I set up at Rails and Ales one year. Too. Summertime um, hmm. um, events that we could we could get into, and I like that concept because you're taking your product to the people. When you have a brick and mortar, you've got to convince people to come to you. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, there, of course, there's pros and cons to both of those. Yep. So, you know, that is something, you know, we will, we're, we're always, can, I'm always, I'm always thinking, I guess mm. it's just kind of the entre- entrepreneur mind. Mm-hmm. It's always, your mind's always running. Yeah. It's it, usually 
it's about two thirty in the morning is usually when it's most <laughs> Yeah, I, I I agree. And uh, and you know, Tim, just listening to you talk, I'm reminded of one of my favorite things that I have to tell myself all the time, and that is, without a clear vision, it's impossible to tell an opportunity from a distraction. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and that we is we keep each other grounded. That. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like an opportunity. Nope, it was a distraction. <laughs> and then it, having you know my mother and my uncle, um, sometimes those are distractions. <laughs> yeah, at least I feel like. Yeah, I hear things you. that I want to do sometimes, but sometimes it's the best that some moms down. Yeah, um, I'm a I'm a get it done, get it done now, and she's more of a methodical. Yeah, uh, our mother takes a minute to make a decision about some things. <laughs> yeah, very very cool. I'm, That's a good uh, good balance. It sounds like. What's one? I mean, obviously, we talked about you know the pandemic and the virus and everything. Outside of that, what's one of the biggest challenges you guys face in business? I, sometimes keeping keeping up with our with our productions and like with the space that we have we in the middle of the summer I know it, Timothy gets worked to death by making all the ice cream and um, just not running out of room for all the ice cream that we have to go through mm. for both locations mm. which is not a horrible problem to have but I said that can be a little bit stressful sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. Have you guys ever thought of uh, expanding into Montegalia County, West Virginia, here, here in Morgantown? I don't know if we're going to go that far. We, we have, a, uh, we have a, a, a one local ice cream shop, and it's not homemade. It's a, it's a name brand that they, that they dole out, and it, uh, they sell here uh, in Morgantown, um, like hunting and fishing supplies and live bait and ice cream. And that place is always hump, you know, humming. It's like, yeah, it's like you can go get your, you can go get get a fishing pole and, and get a get a, a pint of ice cream at the same time, or get a double scoop and a cone or whatever. It's, but we uh, we could we could use a homemade ice cream shop here in Morgantown. So just putting that out there. Keep that in mind, <laughs> guys. What's one piece of advice you would give to young people, uh, young? people who may have an entrepreneurial dream, uh, something that's calling them. Maybe it's even a family business that they're thinking about getting into. What's one piece of advice? I'd love to hear both of you guys uh, answer this question. Yes. Um, I think one of them is, is like anything possible. I, I went a different route. I was a volleyball coach at Marshall for, for a few years and um, worked in athletics. And so you know, I, I'd always had a dream to have my own business. I wanted to be my own boss, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I just took that leap of faith. Tim, I sat down with Timothy and we were like, Hey, you, you want to do a business together? Huntington's that's revitalized downtown. And, um, I want to be part of that. And so we just jumped right in. I made a business plan, submitted it to the bank, got the loan and it just kind of went from there. And I, I had no prior really experience with that side of things. Um, I had a biology degree in college, so it was like um, a completely different realm for me yeah. and just taking that leap of faith and hmm. following the dream that I had. Hmm. I, I, I can't stress that enough for younger people that have a dream just to just do it, just take advantage of it, do it and um, don't look back. Just keep going forward and learn from your mistakes and hmm. I, you can accomplish really anything you want to do. I love that. Great advice. And what a, what a great time to be alive in America right now in West Virginia, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the opportunities are just incredible. Tim, I'd love to hear your thoughts on, uh, 
you know, advice that you would give a, a young person thinking about starting a company in West Virginia? Well, I think the first thing mine is uh, is uh, networking. Um, whatever industry or mm-hmm. you're, that you're going into is is is, is surround yourself with people um, that that is that are successful. Uh, that's one of the biggest things with the National Ice Cream Retailer Association. The only thing I regret is we didn't join earlier than we did. We've only been sure. members for like three years, maybe. Yeah. And it's just it's crazy, you know. My, I just think about my grandmother all these years that you know she didn't <laughs> utilize that. But you know, anybody. for for us, it's like you know we 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 come in this business and it was already established, you know. It's, mm-hmm. It's I can't sit here and say I built this business to the success it has from the ground up. You know, we kind of got the pre-made TV dinner. It was ready to go, and we just put some salt and pepper on it, made it a little better. Mm-hmm. And um, hmm. so, uh, you know, the um, you know, but you know, just always remain teachable. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, humble. <laughs> you know, and and that's one of the things I try to do the most because yes, I've gained a lot of knowledge from my grandmother and just being in the business and being around it for so long. But you know, there's there's stuff I can learn every single day from just the Nike or Facebook group we have with all the members that are in it. Yeah, and people post exactly. stuff. That's awesome. Know, I like what Taylor said. Anything's possible. And Tim, you know, my takeaway from that was, you know surround yourself with people that are going to pour into you. Don't listen to the yeah. naysayers and the ne'er-do-wells. They, they're not going anywhere, right? Yeah. You got to listen to the folks who have, who have been in proximity to success. And uh, I think that's awesome advice. And I highly agree with that for sure. What's one thing you guys do every day that you think contributes to your success? Um, I mean, kind of to caveat off of Tim at what he was saying, I mean, we're, we're on that, uh, Niker group all the time, looking at stuff and commenting, um, and learning, uh, and just different research. But then, um, I think that that is one of the main things that, that keeps us going and keeps us creative. Cause you can't just stay the court. You can't stay the same. You've got to continue to evolve and get better and know your craft, um, and continue to evolve that. Yeah. I, I think that's very true. You're either growing or you're dying you might yep. say, right. What's, yep. uh, what's one book or even a podcast you guys would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs or young business people? Oh my gosh. What is the, there's a book I read. I'm trying to remember the name of it. You asked me too quick. Uh, <laughs> uh I can't think of the name of it. I'm going to have to, <laughs> Tim, do you have one? I honestly haven't read any books other than when I was in uh, college. <laughs> I haven't read any entrepreneur books. Um, <laughs> Oh, I cannot remember the name of it. This is going to kill me. And I, I tell everybody to read it. But another one <laughs> I do read and we do apply a lot is The Four Agreements. Um, that is one that is applied to life and business for me. Um, and I recommend that to anyone and everyone to yeah. read that. <laughs> oh, I know there's a good podcast called Positively West Virginia. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love it. Love this it. Uh, a, a shameless plug for sure. That's, yes, there you go. That's great. Guys, we've covered a lot in this interview. and We've talked uh, about the history of Austin's homemade ice cream, the, the quality, the product that you guys have, some of the best flavors, including that great pineapple that I can't wait to taste someday. Uh, is there anything else about your story that you think our listeners should know? Um, you know, I think 
covered most of it. It's um, just being honestly for me, being able to be part of our, our family running a business. It's not always easy. Um, Timothy can attest to that too. Mm-hmm. And, but I, me and him as, as a pair of in running our business together, it's have been absolutely phenomenal for us because we're able to work together and we've, we have a good working relationship and it's, a way for us to stay close. And, um, to that part of it, I think you take more pride in your business with that, knowing that you're doing this with somebody that you dearly love and you're, it's part of your family. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you guys have other siblings in the business as well? We do not. It's just nope. us. And then our mom and our uncle. Oh, that's so cool. I, I think that's really cool. Uh, Tim, do you have anything to add on, onto that? Uh, we just, um, come and see us. Yeah, we'd love to see uh, new faces. I know this is probably going to reach a lot of people that's never even heard of us. Yeah, and um, we'd love to see you. And um, we look forward to the summer season of 2021. We're hoping that things are slowly but surely going to get back to the so-called mm-hmm. normal. Yeah, exactly. But um, regardless, we'll be here because we made it <laughs> through 2020. And um, you could do anything we, at this point, right? Yeah, we had ridiculous that's, business. Yeah, that's awesome. Here. Well, as we and they put, can follow us on Facebook and Instagram for both of them um, yeah. to get updates for the seasons and yeah. everything. I was going to ask you how, how folks can, can learn more about yeah. um, Austin's homemade yeah, our, ice cream. Our Facebook is Austin's homemade ice cream. And I think Cerrito. we have Cerrito for the Cerrito one. And then Austin's, uh, I think it's homemade ice cream at the market um, for the other one. And then our IGs are Austin's at the market and Austin's homemade ice cream. Awesome. And we'll put links to all that in the show notes as well as the social media for, for folks. They can just click on that and find it out. And then hopefully you've reserved, uh, Austin's homemade ice cream slash Morgantown for future expansion, expansion. All right, guys, it's been a real honor, uh, Taylor and Tim, to have you guys on the show today. Uh, I think what you're doing is amazing, keeping that that history of of your family business alive and uh, bringing new thoughts, new ways of doing things and being creative and innovative. And I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work. No, we thank you for having us, and we really enjoyed it today. Awesome. Appreciate having us. Yeah, me too, guys. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the mountain state, just like Taylor Strickland and Tim Ruff, brother and sister of... Uh, owners of Austin's Homemade Ice Cream. They have two locations. One is in Cerrito, West Virginia, the other in Huntington, West Virginia. Our hope is that we, in some way, equipped you and inspired you with this business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website at PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments, encouragement, keep those reviews coming too. We love those. And we encourage you to share these stories on your social media channels as well. Be sure to check out our weekly show, our uh, Positively West Virginia Small Business Mastermind, every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon. Each week, we bring you a panel of business experts from around the state 
and we do this every week to help small business leaders win. I, I, I encourage you to do that. It's a great chance to eavesdrop on some of the most relevant business topics of today. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Learn more about our mission of advancing small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia, but test negative. Thank you.